0: Good morning and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece. I am here with Samantha Tradelius and Jennifer Tovani. Good morning, ladies. Good, Good morning. morning. So, you know, they do say that uh, clo- some say clothes make the man, some clo- say clothes don't make the man. What do they do to the woman? This is what I need to know. And with us today, we have Amanda Adams personal shopper extraordinaire from Bloomingdale's. Amanda, you, um, you have said that you were destined to be a diva. And by the way, no true words were ever spoken. But tell us a little bit about, <laughs> give, give us a brief background about how your
1: divaness came to be. Well, for one, let's start with the fact that I was born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. So diva Central. I feel, Central. Like, that, uh, I feel like that was just engraved in my brain from the time I was born. Um, And it didn't help that uh, my parents both are are pretty, pretty fabulous people. Um, They both live to dress and live to look good. And uh, now that I'm in my current job, it's been really fun dressing them. Like the roles have reversed. I spent my whole life letting them dress me. And now I
0: get to dress them.
2: (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. So well, you
0: dress so many people. I mean, you've, you've helped so many women in that uh, in that dressing room on the first floor, second floor, what floor second are we on floor. second floor, right? Second floor, babe. Yeah. Um, so t- tell us a little bit about uh, what, what you, when a new client walks in, what's the first thing you look at in terms of like being able to, because personal shoppers are amazing. You guys can pull stuff that I would never think, to go get i would never look at i would walk right by how do you have that eye what do you what do you look for in somebody
1: so prior to anyone coming into my department i send you guys a questionnaire and the questionnaire for you guys when you look at it you're probably like these are like the silliest questions but for me i'm able to like break those questions down and kind of get to the nitty-gritty of what you're looking to achieve with our time together and then when you come into the fitting room the fitting room's all pulled for you with things that you know what you're you're trying to achieve with our time together um i always try and tell people like i dress you as the best version of you not the best version of me because a lot of people don't want to wear a latex mini skirt on a tuesday but (laughs) i do
3: (laughs) i mean i feel like i do i would you definitely do (laughs) sunday honey give you that latex
1: Oh so God. for me, you know, like, I always want to know, like, who's your, who's your style icon? Um, and I think that, like, for someone like Sam, their style icon, it could be very similar to mine, where it's like a combination of, like, Axl Rose, Peg Bundy, Marilyn Monroe. But for someone else, if they're like, I- <laughs>
3: defines us. That is us. Like, that is us. 100%.
1: <laughs> but if you say that your style icon is Kate Middleton, we're going to skip the latex. You know, we're gonna have some more conservative pieces, um, something very like preppy and chic and classic in your fitting room, and something that's gonna make you leave there feeling so good about yourself and how you I look. Behind closed doors, Kate Middleton
2: wears latex.
3: She might. Oh, she could. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Her. The stilettos come out. I know. <laughs> I mean, she, the first.
3: She wears a power pump. I don't know that oh, I yeah, see she does. her. I don't know that I see her in latex. So Amanda, one of the things I love about what you do is how you make a woman feel. And I can be a personal testimonial because I have worked with you for, I feel like, basically my entire life. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, what you're able to do to a woman and, and the confidence that you're able to build, like clothes are a great exterior, but it's about like the interior that you're creating this vibe for us, gals, you know, that part of your job, I don't think is really spoken about out loud about what you do for women in that way. So, you know, what is that like for you to be able to create that confidence? And, you know, what are some of your best success stories of, of creating those vibes for women?
1: So, for one, I love women. Like I I love I love being a woman. I love dressing like a woman. I love like making myself feel good. And I feel like it's so important that there I see so many girls who come into my fitting room that, that maybe don't feel super confident in their body today. And I think that that's something like I really want people to embrace the body that they're in right now. Especially like in this current environment post-COVID where everyone maybe put on the COVID-19 um, and they're not feeling like they're, they're absolute best. But here we are, it's summertime, the world's starting to open up again. And we want to go out and we want to do stuff. And we want to look good doing it. So I really encourage people to like, love the body you're in right now. Like embrace your curves, show off that body. I mean, your bo- like, everyone's body is beautiful. So one of the questions I always ask people is like, what is the part of your body that you want to accentuate? And I don't care if it's your ankles, if it's your shoulder, if it's your waist, we will figure out how to highlight that and make sure that you look so beautiful and you feel so beautiful. Because clothes be, really the portion do. of your job? Oh, hell yeah. I know, that is <laughs> definitely. You know, my mom always told me, I remember like, if you don't feel good, and this is like also her, her um, trick for battling a hangover, Get up and make yourself look good, and I guarantee you'll feel better. Yeah, So, like, putting on, like, a fabulous outfit, blowing out your hair, slapping on some eyebrows or a lip. Like, make yourself look good, and you'll feel
3: better. This is true. This is very true. And I think (laughs) it's funny because in San Francisco – I mean, I grew up in L.A., and, like, the fashion and the way that women would put themselves together, like, in my young 20s being out in Hollywood – Girls would doll up and like they were ready for the business. When I moved to San Francisco, I was like in shock with like the fact the way that women dress so much different here than in other parts. And I think over the last 15 years, it's definitely evolved more. But for a long time, San Francisco fashion was not something to be excited about. Let's be honest here, ladies.
1: Yeah, but everyone's entitled to have their own style, whether it be L.A. diva, Las Vegas diva, San Francisco diva. You could be more casual. You could be more of a tomboy. We're going to find you the look for your vibe that you feel so good wearing. Not everyone wants to feel like a diva. Sometimes people want to wear, you know, some ballet flats and a cute pair of jeans and be their own version of their
2: diva. How do you convince people to get rid of some of those things that they wear all the time that don't do anything for their body without insulting them? So <laughs> <laughs> this is not because, working. It, yeah, yeah, like I wouldn't wear that again. How do you tell yeah. somebody? Like,
1: so I'm not in the business of hurting anyone's feelings. That is not my job. Um, but I am in the business of being honest. I cannot tell a lie. So if you come out of a fitting room and you're wearing like a dress that I like die for, that I love, that, you know, I definitely want you to have in your closet and it's not working on you, I'm going to be like, turn it around, babe. Let's move on. Like, take that off. Let's move forward. And, you know, sometimes you put that on and you feel really great in it, but then you turn around and you're like, okay, this isn't for me. You know, like some things don't work for everyone. And that's like one of the things I really want to encourage people to like, not every trend is for you. I live for the biker short trend. It does not work for me. And I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very cute on a lot of people. Just okay, not
0: me. How, about, how about in your house? Can you, can, do you wear them in your house? Let, let me just ask that.
1: So, you know, I do have a couple pairs. And I did say the other day to my girlfriends, I wore my biker shorts and I was so proud. And then I walked by my full length mirror and I was like, oh no. You definitely need some just for inside. I mean, it doesn't help that I'm the color of a piece of paper. I maybe should get a spray tan and then venture into the biker short round, but not happening anytime soon.
3: But you and I have similar body types, where we we are girls with some ass, and so mm-hmm. those biker shorts are kind of tough if you've got a larger backside. I feel like, yeah. and that is a moment that you know, finding those, those things that don't work for us is, is like, it's hard, but it's okay. We were chatting earlier before we started about when do you give up those closet moments that those times have passed? So I am guilty as charged of having some items in my closet when I felt like I was, I don't know, working on a street corner. Um, and now here I am a 40-year-old woman. And I'm like, I'm never going to wear that again, but I can't get rid of it because there's hope there's hope somewhere that I'm going to do that again. And at what point is it like, if you haven't worn it for a year, get rid of it. Or like, what do you do? Yeah.
1: yeah. So I, I'm a big believer in moving the jazz out of your closet that you're not wearing. That's what leads to like wardrobe meltdown. Like when you look at your closet and it's full of all of this stuff, but you're pushing like 87 items around to get to the like six things you're currently wearing, get rid of those 87 items. You know, and unless it's, like, a beautiful piece of couture that, like, a Chanel, like, blazer, that's timeless. That's never going to go out of style. Um, And even this, like, I generally give everyone the one-year rule. If you haven't worn it in one year, like, let's move forward. Donate it. Dress for success it. You know, out the closet it. Like, do something with it that'll, like, end up being positive for someone else. Maybe it's just not for you anymore. With COVID, if you haven't worn it in a year, I'm going to let it out slide this year because a lot of people didn't wear anything
3: for it a year go I say, anywhere. Way,
0: if I if I employed that rule like literally my closet would be empty tomorrow correct um yeah. probably because you know there's a there's a third of it that doesn't fit that I'm convinced will fit one day again and then there's uh the two-thirds that I haven't worn because Lululemon has you know taken over taken over my wardrobe <laughs> in COVID time. Like, why, oh, that hurts you know? my
1: feelings,
3: Stacy. That hurts my feelings so bad. <laughs> I got really into like the dress sweats, and like yeah. I had decided, okay, if I'm gonna do this COVID wardrobe thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna sequence it up, and so yeah. I. I think you actually sent me at one point, like a hoodie with like some diamond fringe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and a little
1: fringy moment.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Like, you know what? Fuck. Yeah. Like I'm going to wear this and I'm going to be fine with it. And this is who I am right now. So you know what guys, it just embraces (laughs) me now. Yeah. Do it. it. Yeah. What um, are some things that just really confuse you as far as fashion goes? Like for me, my biggest confusion point is the holes in the jeans, like to a point where I could see your kneecaps. I've never understood.
2: Um, those are. Or they're barely I- staying on. Like they're so ripped okay, up. they're so just like.
1: I live for that moment, and it's my dad's favorite joke to ask me if I paid full price for my pants because half of them <laughs> is missing. <laughs> um, which is also my life story because I live my life optionally. So, you know. <laughs> um, my biggest what the fuck fashion moment right now is Birkenstocks. So Agreed. Um,
0: oh, that's not even a right now thing. That's a since they've been invented thing. Oh uh, like they, honestly.
1: They're called boner blockers, if you ask me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I'm not I'm a gonna hint.
3: steal that. Yeah. yeah, they're not
2: good. They're not uh, good. They're not a good look. So funny. I grew up in Fairfax, so that was like my family's go-to shoe for many, many years.
0: Do you own a pair? Of, please
3: tell me you don't own a pair of Birkenstocks.
2: I do own a pair of Birkenstocks. Oh, they're very comfortable.
3: Oh. <laughs> let's, let's have a party. Let's burn, burn the masks, burn the Birkenstocks. I'm ready. I'm oh. ready. I'm ready. What about white denim? I always have a hard time with white denim. Is that like... So- I think everyone has a hard
1: time with white denim. The biggest trick for me with white denim is always size up. And if you even, if you have to cinch in the waist, always size up. You'll, you'll thank me for it later. It's just a little bit harsher than black denim or blue denim. Also, your girls over at Pistola have made the cutest pair of like a boyfriend white jean that has some distressing to it which also allows your skin to show through it without it showing through because it's skin tight and looks wrinkly. So they're, they're definitely more forgiving. Um, I'm about some white denim. I think they're cute. I mean, mine always look like I rolled through my bronzer after our, like you know, <laughs> five minutes in them, but no, I I'm can't about I to can do it
0: because I'll get them like they I'll spill coffee on them. 32 mm-hmm. seconds after I put them on. Yeah. But if I'm wearing black or blue jeans, I will spill. Nothing. They'll be perfectly clean for months. <laughs>
2: right. You don't even have to wash them anymore. No, no just know. put them in the freezer.
3: <laughs> have you ever had someone in your um in your office that's just like had a total meltdown with the fashion and you've had to like save the day? Have you oh, ever Oh one thousand percent.
1: Yeah. One thousand percent. For sure. sure. <laughs> Wait, well, you know. Out- you're in a really vulnerable space being in someone's fitting room. For one, you're naked, which like automatically like takes off your like armor, right? And for two, like you're trying, like my job is to dress you as the best version of you, but it's also to encourage you to embrace things that you maybe wouldn't embrace on your own. So like, I, I want to push you, I don't want to shove you over the edge, but like, I want to push you into to doing something that maybe like. I don't know if I can wear this, man. I don't know if I can pull this off. And then you do and you go to work and everyone's like, oh my God, like you look fabulous. And you get all these positive reinforcements from the, envi- like, the environment that you're in and maybe you wouldn't have thought to put it on.
3: So here's another one. What are the five key pieces that every woman needs to have in her closet? Like what are just the five staples of fashion? Like not even trend, but just five things every woman needs.
1: So I think for one, everyone needs a bra fit and a really good bra. So I just went through this myself. I, I, I thought that like I had this fabulous, beautiful bra on and my little assistant said to me, Amanda, I can shove my whole fist in your bra. It's time that you let that go and you get a bra fit. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And so I, I got Wait, a did bra you, fit. Did you try it or no? Did you put oh, your fist? Oh did God. she prove that? I was, she was. She was for sure correct. I <laughs> mean, I probably could have put like a basketball in my bra. It was so big. And I had been buying my bras in 36 Cs and the little gal came in and measured me and she was like, well, this is part of your problem. And she measured me into the 34 double D. I had no idea. Um, but I now when I have this bra on, my clothes lay smoother, my boobs look better, my waist looks smaller, I like everything looks lifted, it's in place, I have no back fat. Um, it's great. So I would say number one would be a good bra and a good bra fitter. Number two would be a fantastic leather jacket because you could throw that over. You know, you could be wearing your Lulu's in a white tee and pop on your leather jacket and be ready for anything. It's also the perfect weight for San Francisco. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say a classic white button-up, which again is hard for us gals who can't keep anything clean. The collar of mine is always a different color, maybe orange, possibly for my spray tan. <laughs> but there fabulous you know you can wear them over your bathing suit you could wear it you know tucked into a pair of high-waisted jeans you could knot it so that would be number three for me I do think that everyone needs to have a pair of fuck off heels that whenever they put them on they just feel like I am the bee in charge mm-hmm. Only so, one. just one that's all you need as Damn. long as that's your favorite pair you could wear it over and over again And I do think that that's something you should invest in. You know, you buy like a a fabulous pair of new Jimmy Choo's or you buy like a really great strappy sandal from from Manolo. Whatever makes you feel good and actually feels good on your foot too because if it doesn't feel good, you're just not going to wear it. Um, So I would say that would be my other one. And then I think that as cheesy as it sounds, everyone needs a really, really great little black dress. Mm -hmm. Throw it on with some tennis shoes, throw it on with that heel, Flap your leather jacket over it. You're good to go.
2: I have a hard time with dresses and tennis shoes. I don't know. Why. Yeah,
1: you could do yeah. it though. I feel like it could it
0: work. Was a super casual dress, totally. I like just, you throw in a I'm, little black dress and tennis shoes and a kind of denim jacket.
2: Black it I out. see the look, and it looks great on people who are like five eight. I'm five one. I feel like it just shortens everything. It makes me look heavier. And so these are the things that like when I go shopping, I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going to look at that. But if, you know. So we, we would put you, we would find the one
1: that worked for you for one. And for mm-hmm. two, maybe you need a platform tenny, mm-hmm. you know, give you a little lift. Little wedge. So like, Yeah. Like I... Stella McCartney does those really cute platform tennis that, you know, and they, she does the backlist ones as well. So you feel like a little bit saucier and you got a little lift, lifts your buns, gives you a little height. So good.
3: I find that everything in my closet is black, leather. Welcome to the club. Or sequin. This is my yeah. life. And I Those try are to neutrals. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I feel like you're partially responsible for it. So I'm just gonna throw that blame for you. But I feel like those three items I can work anything into. Um, I, I don't do white very well because I'm like blonde and I feel like it just washes me out, but I get down with some sequin. Anything yeah. sequin, I'm here for it. It just, it makes it all so much better. Um,
0: I That's have another- style hack, girl.
3: It is, it's totally my thing. So here's something <laughs> I always want to know. Like how much research do you do each, before a new season comes out um, because you do post your lookbooks every Monday, you've got a must-have item that you're promoting and just showcasing for us. How much research are you doing on your end to get there? And how much like do you get fall fall or summer trends? Like how how much how far in advance do you get stuff before you get it out? So
1: retail is retail is generally four months ahead, right? So you know, like come spring, we 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 did that in fall, so we have a good idea of what's coming in as far as like what the new trends are gonna be, what the colors are gonna be, like what we're getting. But for me, like I, I live to like sit at a restaurant and just people watch, you know? I, I like to like play dress up in my own closet and kind of see like how I'm feeling. If you had told me, you know, like a year ago that I'd be wearing a 90s slip dress with a distressed denim jacket and Converse high tops, I would have been like, absolutely not. No, (laughs) but here, here I am, and I love it. You know, so it's just kind of like the how you feel too. Like if you feel like wearing sequins and and nothing else, I I support that. I so what?
2: What current fashion do you think ten years from now we're going to look back on and shake our heads, going, "Oh my God, I can't believe I wore that!" Like what's what's that going to look like?
1: I mean, I kind of feel like so. Like my little nieces are. 12 and 13 and they were like oh auntie you don't know what this is like we are wearing like oversized t-shirts and you know scrunch socks and these tennis shoes and I'm thinking I wore that we created that you know that's like what we wore so I think that fashion just has a funny way of repeating itself and right now we're we're definitely back in the 90s I mean, Sam, you know, you remember when that neon moment was happening that we were like flashed right back to the 80s <laughs> in our And
0: I'm so glad I never cleaned out my closet.
1: Do you yeah. guys remember,
3: do you guys remember the hyper color shirts? Like, <laughs> right, the hyper, that they would get hot and they'd change color. And then my favorite 90s moment was always like the t-shirt clip that you'd like put the t-shirt in. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that come back and I really wish it would. Um, well, a version of it is back because we're nodding everything. Every, yeah, we are nodding things again. And you the know? bongo, the bongo jeans, the Jordash jeans. Oh, good that's lord! Kind of, that's I. I was looking on something and like pink denims, like denim colors are coming back. I don't know that I love a lot of that moment, um, but you know, I'll I'll participate in it for sure. I'm sure, sh- yeah. some Level.
1: I'm okay with embracing pink, like, on my lip or, like, on my handbag or maybe my shoe. I don't know that these thighs need to be in pink denim, but not (laughs) just me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So so good. So not only does Amanda work with the clothing, but then she also can pair the accessories. She can pair the makeup. You know, it's all about the whole look. And we had um, the experience uh, with her, uh, what, in March, end of February. And we really got to learn about a lot of new trends for spring. So that said, what's coming up for summer, girlfriend?
1: So we're kind of rolling with the same jazz, you know? Everyone's like really into the knit dress, which which I'm actually really into because knit stretches and it shrinks. So if you buy it now and you're feeling a little bit fluffier than you want to post-COVID, then, you know, like in a couple of months, like it's still going to fit and look awesome. So it's also something that like, you know, dress up, dress down, wear it to the beach, wear it to the pool, then wear it out for cocktails. So, I mean, I love the knit dress. And and again, I, I think I love it mostly because it's very forgiving and everyone feels pretty good in it. You know, it's not like pouring yourself into latex. It's actually comfortable.
3: <laughs> Do you have to like really pour yourself into latex? Like I've like... Yes. Is that do. a joke? Oh, like, my God. How do you lube up my
1: body before my 35th birthday party? My <laughs> dress answer, that I it, had it, custom
0: made came with lube. simple answer is <laughs> yes. Yes. <God.
3: laughs> Vaseline. So good. So you've uh-huh. got the knit dress. What else do we have? We have, it's cheetah, like, stripes. What are we going for patterns?
1: Well, so... As you know, leopard is an absolute neutral in my life. I don't care if it's not on trend. It's always on trend for me. So florals are huge for summer right now, like huge. And I'm not particularly someone who lives for a floral. It just doesn't feel like me. But here I am wearing this like teeny, teeny micro floral print from Coupal. From and it's got a black face. So this feels like me. So this is the way I can embrace florals. But I I do, I like love on other women. I love like the big blown out floral prints, the really feminine blouses with the the flower prints. So, um, and if you're comfortable rocking that, I definitely want to put you in it because it's so cute. Just not me.
3: It feels very like Laura Ashley.
1: Oh, well, God.
0: The (laughs) 90s are back. What did we say?
3: (laughs) Okay. Feels like very... jc Pennies, like it's just it's <laughs> okay so i'm gonna
1: say this so there's that cottagecore moment that's happening right now where it looks like these these gals are rolling out in an eileen west nightgown and their birkenstocks i'm so sorry for anyone i've offended but i just <laughs> cannot get down on the cottagecore no no I'm, i said to, i said no. to my mom sign me up for the whore because you're never gonna catch me in that bullshit <laughs> You know, <laughs>
3: literally. No, I was actually looking at some magazines and I was like, what is who who thought this was great? This is not good. Oh, I it's recently
2: not my vibe. I recently saw Kelly Clarkson in some ad wearing this big floral dress and you know, she's not super tiny. She looked like she was wearing couch cover oh. material from the early 90s. It was like yeah. not pretty. Yeah, it's, it's also been, not flattering
3: yeah anyone. that's what i mean it's,
2: it's just not bothering really. on anyone too
3: much it feels like the l is it the lds like the people that live in the oh, Utah, yes. and they all look the same because that's the <laughs> fabric that they all make their dresses i feel like that's the vibe right now and it's it's not for it's definitely not for me please yeah, count do you think? me out is it for you i could
2: no. see you
0: my closet is full of um well. I mean, it's a lot of things, but uh, they're mostly solids. I'm really I, like, I, I struggle with prints. Why
1: do I struggle with prints? Maybe you're just not comfortable. You know, maybe you need to find a print that works for you. And again, maybe it's like you need something that's like a micro print that that doesn't really read as a print, as opposed to something that's like big and blown out. And I was like, Oh, there's Stacy in that floral top, you I know, just
0: never. I, so I I've, I've never really felt like clothes look good on me like I just it's not Stop I it. can't I can't feel good in clothes so what, like it's just I'm, I mean I've got a khaki skirt and a blue top like I'm boring ass because I <laughs> I don't I I just uh I don't like what do you do with somebody like uh that just doesn't feel like clothes look good on them uh, asking What's a
2: maybe friend.
1: I think that you're probably wearing the wrong clothes, you know? I also think that you probably need a little encouragement from your from your sassy girlfriend. <clears throat> you got one right there, Sam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like, that's one of the, like, Sam is, like, one of my favorite things about her is she is, like, everyone's cheerleader. And it's not bullshit, you know? So, like, we need to get you in, put you in something that you're like, oh, I don't know, Amanda. And then I need to send you out with those two
3: girls and, and let <laughs>
1: you see how good you feel and how good you look, you know? Well,
3: Fleece always rocks a power skirt and she has the best calf muscles. Like literally, Fleece's calf muscles, I don't even know what I, they're just, they're like, they need an award and like they need their <laughs> own pedestal. They're amazing. But she rocks it and she wears some pearls. Like she brings it, okay? She always brings it. And so, I mean, I love your fashion fleece. I don't think you look bad at all. I think you're like me. Like, you have the things that you know just work. And they, I'm not a print. I mean, I'm a cheetah print. That's it kind of gal. Like, I don't really deviate anywhere other than that. Um, but I think you look damn good. It's
0: just that it's, uh, it's all pencil skirts and, you know. Little tops and jackets, and that's that's
1: all it is. If that's your uniform and that works for you, then let's just get you some updated pencil skirts and jackets, you know? I was going to
2: say, along those lines, how do you get people to take fashion risks when they're maybe not typical risk takers?
1: You just got to make them feel good. And I think, like, in the fitting room, when you're putting that on, you can see someone's personality change when they put something on that they didn't expect to look good and feel good in, you yeah. know? And so I, I feel like the minute that that happens, you you see that transition. You're like, okay,
3: there you go. It's like, my job here is done. Spread your wings, fly. Uh, and I think the, the concept of personal shopping is such a scary one for people because they're like, oh, well, it has to be really expensive or, right. you know, tell us like, you, we've got one minute left. So like, just the real quick, what are the like the four things that you really do for people that they don't know that you do?
1: Yeah. So I, it's me that you're meeting with for one. So it's super not intimidating because this is who who's helping you. It's me and (laughs) Um, So, so that part, like, and like the other thing I think is like, people always think, Oh, Bloomingdale's it's going to be so expensive. Obviously my job is to sell you things, but my job is to keep you happy and keep you coming back, you know? So, if you happen to look better in the aqua skirt than you do in the Armani skirt, I'm not gonna push the Armani skirt on you. You're a business card for me. I need you to feel good and look good and like tell everyone that the reason you feel good and look good is because of me. So keep keep dressing fab, looking fab, and tell your friends.
3: Everybody dress
0: looks amazing.
3: They
2: do. They Thank do. You. And it's fun.
3: It's a super fun experience. So Oh yeah. I mean it's fashion. It should be fucking fun. <laughs>
2: That's amazing. The amazing Amanda Adams. We want to thank you for joining us today, our inspired listeners for listening. We hope everyone uh, goes out and tries something new uh, in fashion and took a little piece of uh, positive information and vibe from from Amanda today. And uh, thanks for joining the Inspired crew. If you want to help us uh, improve our podcast please download 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 tell people about us um we're gosh what are we sam 700 700 downloads, downloads. Woo-hoo. let's make it to a thousand ladies thank <laughs> you very much for joining inspired